I would like to call the Planning and Zoning Commission meeting for December 21st, 2022 to order. All right, let's get started. Secretary Van Summeren, roll call. Athanakar, absent. Castagnoli? Here. King? Here. Lacerdo is absent. McDaniel? Here. Richelio? Here. Robbins? Here. Van Summeren is here and right. Here. You have a quorum. The first order of business tonight is the public forum. During the public forum, members of the public have the opportunity to address the Planning and Zoning Commission on issues which are not part of tonight's agenda. Please keep your comments limited to three minutes. Also, for the sake of all of those in attendance, please refrain from clapping or shouting out in response to comments made by any speaker. Secretary Van Summeren, do we have anyone signed up for public forum? We do not. All right. Our next order of business is public hearings. For each hearing, we will begin with a staff presentation or introduction followed by the petitioner's presentation. We will then take public testimony to ensure that we have the opportunity to hear from each person wishing to speak. Please keep your comments specific to the request under the consideration and try to avoid repetitive comments. Also, for the sake of all of those in the attendance, please refrain from clapping or shouting out in response to comments made by any speaker. Following any testimony, the petitioner will provide closing remarks just prior to the closure of the public hearing. No further public testimony will be taken after the petitioner begins their closing remarks or during the Planning and Zoning Commissioner's deliberations. I will now swear in any member of the public wishing to speak. Those who wish to provide testimony, please stand up. Please raise your right hand and respond, I do. I swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. The first case on tonight's agenda is PZC 22-1-030, Naperville Medical Office Building. Sarah Kapinski from staff will present the case. Thank you and good evening. Sarah Kapinski with the city's planning services team. The subject property for PZC 22-1-030 consists of approximately 2.31 acres at the southwest corner of Washington Street and Martin Avenue. It is currently zoned OCI and is developed with a medical office building that was constructed in the 1970s. The petitioner plans to demolish the existing building and construct a new cardiovascular center that will be integrated with the Edward Hospital campus. To do so, they are seeking approval of rezoning the property to the city's HS Health Services District and multiple setback and signage variances. The purpose of the HS District is to provide accommodation for the city's hospital and medical service campuses. It provides regulations on a campus-wide basis by recognizing the interdependency of various land uses and the resources that are shared between them. The petitioner has indicated that the subject property has long been used to serve the healthcare needs of the community and employs physicians affiliated with Edward Hospital. The redevelopment is planned to further integrate the property into the Edward Hospital campus through creation of a new entrance into the hospital from Martin Avenue, the provision and the provision of additional shared parking and signage. Staff finds the proposed HS zoning to be appropriate and notes that it is also consistent with the city's future land use plan. Multiple setback restrictions are applicable to properties located within the HS zoning district and along major arterial roadways. Then they are reinforced in the city's off-street parking area requirements. Applicable code sections call for the subject property to maintain a 20-foot setback for both parking areas and the building along Washington Street and Martin Avenue. Along Washington, variances are sought to reduce the building setback from 20 feet to 13.5 feet at the point of greatest encroachment 
and from 20 feet to eight feet for the parking lot. Along Martin, a variance is requested to allow the parking lot to encroach up to 10 feet in, into the required 20, um, 20 foot front yard setback. The petitioners identified limitations that impact the buildable areas on the site and result in the need for these setback variances. Limitations include rerouting Pam Davis Drive and creating a new access point to Martin Avenue, closing the existing access point onto Washington, and working within the constraints of existing utilities that cannot be relocated on the site. Staff is supportive of each variance request, noting the importance of accessible parking in a medical campus, the improvement over existing conditions along Martin Avenue, and non-interference with the public's use of right-of-way on Washington Street. Lastly, the petitioner requests approval of four sign variances to ensure adequate identification for both the new medical office building and Edward Hospital is provided, as well as to assist in wayfinding. The requested variances include installation of two monument signs along Martin Avenue, where only one would be permissible, allowing a monument sign at the southwest corner of Washington and Martin to be oriented perpendicular to Washington Street uh, instead of Martin Avenue, increasing the permissible area from 45 square feet to 102.7 for the monument located right at that corner, and increasing the allowable area from 186 square feet to 290 square feet for a wall sign along Washington. Staff is supportive of the signage variances proposed and finally ensure adequate identification for both the new medical office building and Edward hospitals provided. In summary, we're supportive of the, peti the petitioner's requested entitlements um, and we agree with their responses to the required standards. Tonight, we ask that you conduct a public hearing and we'll remain available for any questions. Thank you. All right, will the petitioner approach the podium, please? Good evening. We do have a short presentation uh, this evening. My name is Kurt Pasco. I am a real estate developer with Ryan Companies. And tonight we're here to present to you a new 70,000 square foot medical office uh, for the city of Naperville. Uh, here with me tonight is uh, Colin Delo, who is with the marketing department of Edward Elmer's Health, Mark Hoffman, who is with the strategy and planning group with Edward Elmer's Health, Megan Maki, who's with Ryan Companies and represents our construction division, as we would be the general contractor for this development, as well as Brett Bunke, who represents our architecture division, as we are the designer of this development. Lastly, Taylor Eschbosch joins us from Kimley Horn, who is the civil engineer of record for the development. Uh, as staff noted, we're here to present an opportunity to construct a new best-in-class clinic focused on cardiovascular care and heart health on the Edward Hospital campus. You know, the uh, important question is, what exactly are we building? Uh, this rendering here shows the view for uh, patients and visitors and others traveling towards downtown Naperville from the south. So if you're traveling northbound on Washington, you're headed towards the Martin Avenue uh, signal, this would be uh, the building that you can see. Uh, as you can see, it's a four-story uh, four building in the Martin Avenue with parking below and three stories as you would be viewed uh, coming from this direction. Patient access is on this elevation while we look to present a strong corner presence at the signalized intersection of Washington and Martin. This building will function as the new gateway to the 
Edward Hospital campus. And by that, we mean that we are using this development not only to replace an obsolete medical office building, but to better existing conditions throughout the existing Edward Hospital campus. As you can see here, denoted by the arrows in yellow and red, for visitors, particularly visitors coming from the south, to access the central parking deck as well as the main drop-off for Edward Hospital, you are turning left onto Martin Avenue or the campus drive to the south. You're traveling westward to the rear of campus and then traveling back eastward to get to the drop-off itself. Functionally, it's not a very efficient uh, mode of uh, travel. It's confusing for visitors. And beyond the cardiovascular uh, center, we want to use this development to remedy and better this for all patients and visitors coming to Edward Campus. Again, this is a three, uh, 3D view of the existing campus. Our property, 10 West Martin, is outlined in yellow. You can see Martin Avenue and Washington Street. Uh, a main feature of this redevelopment is that we're proposing to close the existing access on Washington Street, not only for campus benefits, but also for through traffic on Washington Street itself. And we're going to replace that with access on Martin Avenue that connects directly to the roundabout in front of the hospital drop-off, as well as the central parking deck. From a 2D perspective showing the proposed site plan, you can see our building in yellow, uh, a bit hard to see on the screens here, but the red X represents the location of the right and right out being closed on Washington, and the red arrows represent the new access point on Martin Avenue. Uh, on Martin Avenue, those improvements would include a dedicated left turn lane into the new captain's entrance. We're also excited about the fact that this development will allow EEH to create a pedestrian connection to Washington Street and the Riverwalk. Uh, that is a connection that does not exist today. You can see on the left, we've got a pedestrian pathway outlined in green. Um, it travels in front of the building, uh, purposefully avoiding areas of high traffic along Martin Avenue, purposely avoiding other uh, crossings where there might be higher vehicular traffic, and granting direct access to Washington Street and the crossing at the signal. As you can see on the right with our excerpt from the 2031 master plan for the Riverwalk, the, this property and proposed building is directly across the proposed pedestrian plaza and the south end of the Riverwalk extension. So we really think that between the two, uh, this is going to provide a wonderful bookend to the south end uh, of all of those developments. Uh, but beyond uh, what we like about this development, we also understand that we're here before you asking for a variety of variances to make this development a reality. And we want to walk through some of those in detail. Uh, first, the building setback variance. You can see the building in orange. The blue line represents the code building setback, and the red line represents the curb of Washington Street. And you can see, as the staff report noted, that we are in compliance with this setback up at the corner of Martin and Washington, but because these two streets are not at a 90 degree angle, the building does encroach into the setback as you look to the south. And our variance is based on the uh, setback requirement at the lower right corner or the southeast corner of the building. 
However, also important to note, as Washington Street bends away from the property, the sidewalk also bends away from the property. The sidewalk's outlined in green. Uh, so the existing conditions do provide more green space between the pedestrian path of travel and the building itself. Another area of request is regarding the parking setbacks. The areas for the variance are outlined in blue, and you can also see the area in purple in the lower right. The area in purple is in compliance with code. Specifically, along Washington Street, uh, we're dealing with a variety of physical constraints. Um, in the middle of the building, in the middle of the site plan here, you can see the existing substation that is served uh, by the city of Naperville and then services the power supplies for the Edward Hospital itself. So there are um, other restrictions from a geographic and geometric perspective that we have to work around, and that's pushing some of our parking needs towards Washington Street. For a facility like this, it's really important to have parking close to the building, particularly for a cardiovascular care center. Along Martin Avenue, uh, we're also requesting a parking setback, as staff noted, though compared to existing conditions, we would argue that we are bettering those uh, to a significant degree. Uh, existing parking in this uh, current facility is five feet or less where there is parking. You can see along the western end of this property, there's actually no setback, and in fact, there are four access points uh, to Martin Avenue. We're looking to reduce that um, significantly down to two. Uh, beyond traffic improvements, we feel it's also an improvement for pedestrian safety as it reduces conflict points between pedestrians and vehicles. Uh, last but not least, uh, staff was talking about our requests for signage variances, and we wanted to highlight a couple of them. Uh, first and foremost is the Gateway Monument sign at the corner of Washington Street and Martin Avenue. Those requests were twofold. One is to um, position that sign to be perpendicular to Washington Street, and the other is for the sign of the sign. Uh, as we've noted before, the traffic patterns with this redevelopment are going to greatly benefit not only throughput on Washington Street, but also patients and visitors arriving to campus. And that's going to make guiding visitors down Martin Avenue to the new driveway entrance really important. So folks coming from the north and south will be directed to turn onto Martin Avenue and use the appropriate access points. The second request is one for a second monument sign along Martin Avenue. And it's important to note that code would allow a second monument sign if our frontage was 500 feet or more. Unfortunately, we only have approximately 460 feet of frontage along Martin Avenue. It's also important to note that the intent of this sign is not to be uh, an advertisement uh, for the hospital. The intent of this sign is to be directional. And the size of the sign is a result of the fact that there are a lot of directions to give on the Edward Hospital campus. You can see here on the left, we've got a concept for a directional sign at that location, whether you're going to the main hospital emergency room, potentially the cancer center, different MOBs, as well as a picture of an existing sign along Martin Avenue today. And we would look that this proposed sign reflect that level of design uh, with the goal to direct patients and visitors to the appropriate location within the campus. Uh, last but not least, uh, it's important for everyone to see 
what will this building look like in real life? How does this fit into its surroundings and relate to the rest of the hospital campus? So these last renderings reflect us uh, taking some drone video. So this is actual drone video, and then we place the proposed building into that video to be reflective of uh, the actual surroundings today. So this view is looking southbound in Washington. You can see the building on the corner, the tall building in the upper left is the Heart Hospital. The white building in the upper right is the centralized parking deck. And you can see the river and the future extension of River Walk there in the lower left. This rendering here really is to highlight the new access point to the hospital. Our proposed building is on the left and even cut out of, of this shot, but really the intention is to show how this entrance is going to provide visitors uh, a new experience arriving to campus. You'll turn left or right off of Martin Avenue and you're gonna have a direct straight shot to your patient drop off and to that centralized parking deck. So we're really excited about, again, not only the, the heart health and the cardiovascular care for the building itself, but really what everyone's experience will be coming to Edward Hospital as a result of this investment. And last but not least, a shot looking northbound uh, towards downtown and of the patient and pedestrian entrance on that facade. You can see the hospital roof in the lower right-hand corner. You can also see the transformers that are in this existing substation that are in the center lower section of the screen, reflecting some of the uh, many physical constraints that we're trying to work around uh, to make this vision a reality. So the next steps, with the plan commission support and with the council support, uh, we would intend to be working on this project to break ground as early as this spring, and we would hope that patients would be able to see their providers as soon as late 2024. So with that, I'm happy to answer any questions as well as uh, anyone else from our team. Thank you. Any questions? Uh, thank you, thank you for the uh, for the presentation. Um, it, you answered about ten of my questions during that presentation, so I appreciate that. Um, the one question I do have is: there any consideration um, of adding um, stoplights or signage um, at the new entrance off of Martin Avenue? In the traffic study, I couldn't really tell if that if if it was determined that there was some sort of signal need, needed there. Um, I'll defer to, to staff at some level. We did complete a traffic study, as you noted. The traffic study did not um, justify a traffic signal for that new location. Um, and I don't know if, if uh, the engineering department has additional questions beyond that. Yeah, in order for uh, a traffic light to go over there on Martin, it has to meet like really strict uh, traffic requirements, volume requirements, and I don't believe and I, I do agree with that report. I, I don't think it meets the, the requirements for a traffic light at, at this time. Commissioner? Um, you know, uh, this is in the nicest way. I, I get confused every time I visit Edwards, so I'm, I'm really excited to, 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 for these changes, in all honesty. Um, I, I think that new entrance is, is just a, a much more efficient, much less confusing you know, a way for, for people to navigate. Um, and, and this building is going to be just a fantastic facelift, uh, not just for this lot, but for, for Edwards as a whole. Um, and also Pam Davis Drive closure. 
great move. Uh, so thank you. All right, I would like to hear if there's any members in the public present that would like to speak on this case. Ms. Marilyn Schweitzer, you signed up. How do I go to the next slide? Um, sorry. Oh, if you just scroll up, even the. Okay, I'll, I'll go louder. Oh, because I'm smart enough to figure that <laughs> out tonight. Yeah. Go to the second page, did you? First page, please. First page, okay. Um, this is, wait, okay, so this, I wanted the. Um, Okay, yeah, so, okay. So I'm Marilyn Schweitzer, a resident of Naperville for over 35 years. I live about a mile from the location and am a frequent walker of the vicinity. Besides other pedestrians, I see bicyclists utilizing the sidewalks. No one is brave enough to bicycle along Washington. Please keep, keep in mind that people are not birds. They, they walk and, or they, they're in cars. So when you see these diagrams, that, that have been you know, displayed earlier, that they're bird's eye views, or a view that you would see from a drone. They're not the street level view that a pedestrian would see on the street. So I love modern architecture. The Metro West building, AKA the end building built by Helmut Jahn on Schumann Drive is wonderful. Even though it is in a business park, it has space around it, places for people to sit, adequate landscaping, and at ground level is still very attractive. But as much as I like this building, I would not wish a smaller version of it placed on the corner of Washington and Martin with the proposed setback variance along Washington reduced with nothing but parking around it. The building um, medical office proposed is not attractive on all four levels. And how did, I don't know, I lost the, there, thank you, somehow. Um, this, this is sort of the view what you see is a, first, is a frontage along Martin Avenue. The first 12 feet of the building is solid gray concrete with only openings for service entrances. There will be only one canopy tree and only one ornamental tree in front of this building. The rest will be mere shrubs and grasses. It will not be attractive year round. At least from this side, the building is set back 24 feet. There is virtually no parkway though on Martin Avenue, so there are no parkway trees. The east elevation along Washington is not better. The Washington Street setback will be only 13 feet at the southern end. That is six and a half feet closer than the allowed, um, than, than closer than the um, code requires, which is a 33% reduction. Yes, the building is angled, so the setback at the north is 21.6 feet. But the majority of the building exceeds the setback required by code. Here, all the existing canopy trees have been removed, and there is no longer any room for anything but shrubs and grass. There is a clump of four hawthorn viburnums that are claimed to be ornamental trees, but more accurately, they are merely large shrubs. Here, like along Martin, the view from street level is solid gray, 
concrete wall with a rather obscure pedestrian stairway to get to the entrance of the building. That it is angled does not necessitate a hardship. If the building were set back 2.5 feet further to the west, it would be set back 16 feet on the south and 24.1 feet on the north. The square footage of the setback for the variance would then be equal to the square footage of the setback without a variance. That would be much more reasonable, so I recommend an 11-foot rather than 13.5 variance maintaining the same angle. This reduced setback could also potentially save some existing canopy trees along Washington. There is no entrance along Martin or Washington that is accessible to the public. The only entrance to the building is actually on the south side of the building where the actual front is. Let me go to that page, I think. Whoops. Sorry. How did I? I don't know if you can. Just the last page, I think it's the sixth. This one? Yeah, that one's fine, thank you. Okay. This corner serves as the gateway to the downtown and the Edward Health Center District. Okay, and again, this is not a, you know, this is a view from more of a drone. It is not a view if you were a pedestrian, you know, or at street level. I'm surprised code allows for placing, um, you know, service entrances along the, the areas such as this. Placing the least attractive size along Washington and Martin and then asking for a variance is rather galling. It has been designed exclusively for vehicle access. This is not promoting a healthy lifestyle or either for staff, visitors, or patients. And um, as was noted before, across is a river walk, but again, the only way to get there is out this little narrow sidewalk at the south side of the building, which is a stairwell. It is not accessible, so there is no accessible access, you know, over to the river walk, which was sort of promoted earlier. There doesn't seem to be even a single bench, bike rack, or any outdoor amenity on the site. Finally, the monument sign at the corner of Martin and Washington would be almost twice my height. The request more than doubles the allowed square footage. The other variants for the signage of the building should more than adequately address the, prominently signage, the prominent signage for both the brand and visibility issues that the petitioner requests. And again, the monument sign, you know, down towards the entrance is, is fine. It's, it's just one that I, I'm objecting to. And contrary to their claim, this monument sign will only be visible for southbound traffic. For north, northbound traffic, most of the sign will be obscured by the building. And it seems the main purpose of the sign is to obscure the rather unattractive concrete corner of the building from Washington and Martin. A smaller sign and a reduced setback of 11 feet, more substantial landscaping would be far more visually appealing. What I like about this is the rezoning from OCI to health services and the variance for the wall signs. I like eliminating the entrance exit on Pam Davis Drive onto Washington and having that traffic be routed onto Mount Martin where there's a light, I think. And we, I don't understand though why Edward Hospital would promote such a layout. It seems contrary to their health-driven motive. 
the poor orientation, lousy pedestrian access, drab street level appearance, and lack of outdoor seating amenities, I suppose can be done by right. But what you can do is deny the monument sign, deny the variance for the 13.5 setback, and recommend an 11 foot setback instead. Thank you for your consideration. Thank you. Do any of the commissioners have additional comments? Is there anyone else here that would like to speak? Would the petitioner like to add any closing comments? Headed backwards. Happy to answer any additional questions regarding uh, the pros proposal as well as public comment received either here tonight or via email, uh, but no additional comments from us at this time. Thank you. I would just like to make a general comment. Um, I was actually really happy to see this plan come through. I live nearby. I drive by that intersection multiple times a day, and I've always wondered why that building was not being used to its highest and best possibilities. So. I know it's a matter of opinion on architecture. There's all different appreciations for it. I actually think it's a very beautiful building. Um, I think it'll be a great improvement. I think it's been a very thoughtful plan on what you've done with rerouting and closing the Pam Davis entrance on Washington. Um, I guess one question I do have, I have noticed a lot, is that current sidewalk incredibly sloped? I didn't, I didn't have time to look in detail at the engineering plans. Is the new sidewalk going to be like more even? Have they changed the grading there? Because I do feel like it's quite steep at this time. And I, because I've seen a lot of people fall on their bikes over the years on Washington. So I'm hoping that that's going to be improved. The the existing sidewalk? Yeah. There, you know, so uh, aligning that with some of, of Marilyn's comments, um, the reason there's no pedestrian access, for example, along uh, Washington and March is the fact that, that that's a partially buried garage for parking, and the reason there's a partially buried garage is because the intersection of Martin and Washington sits about 12 to 15 feet lower than uh, the hospital entrance and, and really campus itself. So to your point, if you are biking southbound on Washington or westbound on Martin, you're going up at a, at a pretty good clip in both directions. So we're trying to take advantage of that, that grade um, with the architecture, with the design, trying to um, incorporate this building into campus smoothly. Uh, but regarding slopes, yes, those are the existing conditions, and um, there are some existing steep slopes in the right-of-way in that area. Great. Well, it's good to know that that'll be improved. So. Uh, uh, we don't have any improvements within the right-of-way itself regarding right, right. regrading the right-of-way and so forth, but... Um, of course, if there's actual sidewalk improvements that need to be made, we'll take a look at those during construction. Great. Uh, I will just add, I think it looks fantastic, and I think it'll be a nice addition, and I, too, am looking forward to the rerouting of traffic. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. I will entertain a motion to close the public hearing for PZC 22-1-030. So moved. Second. All in favor, say aye. 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 Motion carries. Uh, Commissioner Wright, can you please read the motion? 
I would like to make a motion to adopt the findings of fact as presented by the petitioner to approve PZC 22-1-0, excuse me, 030, granting approval of rezoning from OCI to the Health Service District variance to reduce the corner side yard setback and major artery setback along Washington Street, a variance to allow parking to, en to encroach into the required front yard along Martin Avenue and the required corner side yard along Washington Street, a multiple sign variance as outlined in the staff report from 10 West Martin Avenue and 800 South Washington Street, Naperville Medical Office Building. Can I have a second? Second. Secretary Van Summeren, please conduct roll call. Castagnoli. I agree with the motion. King. I agree with the motion. McDaniel. I agree. Richelio. I agree with the motion. Robbins. I agree with the motion. Van Summeren, I agree with the motion. And Wright. I agree with the motion. All right, moving on to reports and recommendations. Under the reports and recommendation on tonight's agenda is a request by the petitioner to appeal the zoning administration's finding in regards to the setback variance granted through ordinance 21-111. Adam Beaver from staff will provide an overview of the request. Thank you, Chair. Adam Beaver with the city's planning services team. The petitioner for the item before you requests an appeal to the zoning administrator's finding in regards to the setback variance granted through ordinance 21-111. Located at 214 North Laird Street, the subject property received a setback variance approval through, through ordinance 21-111 for a porch to encroach 6.75 feet into the corner side yard or 1.75 feet more than what is permissible per Naperville Municipal Code Section 6-2-3-3.2 yard requirements. In November 2022, the property owners applied for building permits to construct a single family home. The plans provided in the permit application do not match those that were approved in the ordinance. The building permit that the petitioner submitted on in November 2022 included a porch that was approximately 16 feet wider than what was shown on the site plan approved through the prior variance, resulting in a porch encroachment that is approximately 33% larger than what was originally anticipated. In response, staff rejected the building permit, noting that the porch encroachment needed to be reduced so that the proposed porch is consistent with the site plan attached to and referenced in ordinance 21-111. Petitioner has informed staff that they were under the impression that the site plan approved through ordinance 21-111 would undergo, could undergo further modifications so long as the final porch design did not encroach more than 6.75 feet into the required corner side yard setback. Staff finds that the approved ordinance does not give any indication that future flexibility would be offered. Staff finds that changes to the porch cannot be administratively approved the petitioner is appealing the zoning administrator's interpretation. Following the presentation, the PZC should discuss the appeal and determine if they A, concur that the por proposed porch must comply with the footprint depicted in ordinance 21-111, or B, find that the footprint of the proposed porch may vary from the attached site plan as long as it complies with the overall 1.5 foot setback variance granted. The PZC's recommendation on the appeal will be forwarded to the City Council for final action. Staff is available for any questions. 
Thank you. Will the petitioner please approach the podium? Good evening. Good evening. We are Dan and Jill Ignash and have been residents of Naperville for over 12 years. We purchased the property at 214 North Laird Street in June of 2020 with a desire to remodel it and build our forever home for our family. Since our lot is very narrow at 50 feet by 145 feet, as well as on a corner, uh, we have been very limited in what we can do with the design. Uh, since the current foundation is a simple rectangle, our architect added a front porch to improve the curb appeal and usability of our limited outdoor space, which also aligns with traditional craftsman style front elevations. The 15 foot corner setback guideline allows for a 10 foot front porch setback, which would leave us with roughly a five and a half foot deep porch in our case. So basically within the rules and guidelines, we'd, be, we'd have a five and a half foot deep porch. We applied for, uh, as Adam said last year, uh, a variance of an additional 1.75 feet to make the front porch roughly seven and a half feet deep, which after many walks along through the neighborhood, we found is consistent with the other homes in our area. Uh, the additional depth will make the porch more practical for furniture placement. Um, 1.75 feet doesn't really sound like a lot, but in, this, in the scheme of furniture and practicality maneuvering, it makes a big deal. And uh, I actually don't know if we, I have the elevations here. Uh, I don't know if Adam can show or if I should have asked if the elevations could be shown, but um, also with the way that the porch is covered, that 1.75 feet um, has a lot to do with the aesthetics from the outside. So it's, it's, a, it's a pretty big deal as far as the design goes, um, essentially preventing the house from looking a very, very boxy. Um, all, our, all of our surrounding neighbors who we've gotten to know very well over the last couple of years um, are very uh, in favor of us and excited for us uh, for a lot of reasons, mainly because the house as it sits right now is very unsightly. Um, it looks like a house that's ready to be torn down. It's, I'm sure, had a lot of love over the years, but it's, it's 50 years old and you know, at that point now where it looks like it's ready for us to hopefully um, build our forever, our forever home. So um, as discussed last year at this um, a hearing similar to this, um, the variance was approved what seemed like pretty easily. Um, and I think it was unanimous that everyone was okay with what we were asking. Um, when we did go through the variance process last year, as Adam said, um, there was a representative that we worked with that's no longer with the city. So we did, um, we did spend a lot of time. I mean, we are, we are not attorneys and we don't pretend to be, um, but we spent a lot of time going through and making sure that we covered everything like hours of work to make sure that we did everything the correct way, like we respected the process. Uh, we wanted to make sure that we, we covered everything. Um, and at the beginning of the process, we did clarify um, and we can, we can show the initial plans that we had approved that they were preliminary drawings and that they weren't essentially a permit copy. And due to that, we asked the question right away, like, are we getting ahead of ourselves? Um, should we wait on this? And the assumption was, or what we were essentially told was as long as like what you design is within what you're granted, um, you should be covered as far as like what you're asking for. Um, meaning essentially like if we slightly change the porch design that we would still be granted the variance based on what we were asking just because we weren't, we didn't have official final plans yet at that point. Um, inevitably, um, my wife and I are now having another baby. So um, we decided that we were gonna extend the house out further. So with our growing family, we just needed a little bit extra space. Um, 
So that's really the reason that the porch is extending further because the house is getting a little bit wider. Um, and then we essentially, based on the design, decided to wrap the, wrap the porch around to the side of the house. Um, didn't really think that, you know, it, it looks outstanding. We're really happy with the way it looks, um, but it wasn't like we were essentially given a variance and then said, oh, this is awesome. Let's see what we can do now. It was that we made the, the house wider, which then made the porch wider. So, um, and then unfortunately, yeah, we did apply for a permit last month. Um, you know, and that was when it was discovered that like the variance essentially had to, that's why we're here right now. Um, and that it was, um, that it was, uh, it was unexpected that we, we were told essentially, or we thought we were told that um, the setback, like having not changed, that that wouldn't have anything to do with the width because we uh, were still, you know, within the same parameters on the depth. So uh, we're already moved out of our house, subcontractors lined up, gas is turned off, um, ready to start construction as soon as we get our permit. So um, we're essentially asking that the original variance be honored. We weren't, uh, you know, appealing the decision based on like technicalities. We're just asking that the initial variance that we were given based on the setback um, would be um, honored. So, um, and then also just uh, just a keynote, like the the width of our front porch, which I think might come into question. Like that's that's within guidelines. Like there's no issues at all with the width. Uh, it's strictly just the depth. So we wanted to clarify that in advance that we're within the parameters on the width. It's just strictly the depth. So. Um, and then as also noted that the edited plans have no effect as far as like sight lines, negative impacts um, of the neighborhood, um, only th positive things as all our neighbors and friends have asked when we're getting ready to get started and we say hopefully soon. So um, with that, thank you for consideration. Um, this is my wife, Jill. I don't know if you had anything to add. But. <laughs> so uh, we're here for any questions if there thank are any. You. So. Is there, uh, Secretary Van Summeren, is there anyone signed up to speak on this case? Uh, Marilyn Schweitzer, it's on the list. Good evening again. Again, I'm Marilyn Schweitzer, and I've been a resident in Naperville for over 35 years. I agree with staff that the proposed porch must comply with the footprint de depicted in the ordinance. The ordinance clearly specifies the size and location of the encroachment, and a 33% increase is definitely significant. To decide otherwise would set a bad precedence for all other petitioners who have been granted a variance or plan to request a variance. Besides what staff notes, the original approved plan caused a 40-foot, 3-inch porch to create a 28% intrusion into the desired street wall along Gut Douglas. The six point, excuse me, the six foot three inch longer porch would create a 46% intrusion into the desired street wall along Douglas. That is almost half the length of the 140 foot lot. This is not insignificant as it presents much more of an unarticulated bulk along Douglas and could set a precedence for setbacks along other developments on Douglas. That there was no the public objection to the original plan should not imply that the public would not object to the 33% increase of area of encroachment or the 46% increase of the street wall intrusion. The public hearing that was held over a year ago was based on the plan of contained in the ordinance. A change to such an extent of those plans should properly go through full public review. To decide others would give validation for future petitioners to ask for an inch and again take a mile. Thank you. Thank you. 
There's no one else here to speak. Uh, do any of the commissioners have additional questions or comments? Maybe we can make this a little simpler for me to understand because I'm, I don't know, are the rest of you confused? You, uh, I do have a copy of the plans. Do you that's wanna, okay. I was going to ask a quick question. Okay. You were approved for a five and a half foot porch yeah. a year ago. Right. No, a five and a half foot porch is what's within guidelines. Within We've asked for a one and a half foot um, extension. So to the this deck. was approved a year ago. This yeah. was a year ago. And you're adding 33% more now to that original approval. Um, just, we're, the depth is staying the same. So the depth is still just the one and a half feet extra. It's the, because it, the front porch goes along the front, the, the whole front of the elevation. We had to expand the house to the east. So then the front porch expanded to cover the new front elevation. As if it's like a, so the, the, the width across the whole front of the house. Yeah, the width the width isn't in question because we're we're good on width. No, it's good just on. the depth. I think it'd be nice if we could see a drawing of this. I have it. I have it. Can I approach? Well, no. I mean, if, uh, oh, okay. Do you have? I can. Um, yeah, it's perfect. Is that big enough? Okay. So the front, it extends across the front elevation of the home. So it's extending to the back of the house. So I can show you. the street is what I'm, you're saying. So I have a previous, the previous one. Right, right. So they're not encroaching any further towards Laird or the, that's where I was confused. It sounded like you were expanding towards Laird. Laird and Douglas, yeah. Okay, okay. Can I, um, I can show the original plan if, as well if you wanted to see yeah. that. Yes, Commissioner Van Sommeren. I, I would like to, uh, Marilyn, thank you so much for your comments. They're always highly appreciated. You always bring up a lot of really good points, so thank you. Um, I would say, though, just as a reminder, that the planning and zoning, and cor correct me if I say this wrong, but we do not act on precedent. Each case is held on its own. So when we talk about precedents, we hear that a lot. Each case we consider on its own. We don't take in, you know, other things. So I just want to remind that. So I know that was mentioned. So. Anyone else have any other questions? Commissioner McDaniel. So my question is for city staff. Uh, what what are the potential implications uh, for uh, this ruling, or how would it affect future cases? I, is this about uh, a precedent, or is this about past case, or can you maybe be a little bit more specific about exactly what we need to be considering here? Um, well, <clears throat> as Commissioner Van Summeren said, we, every case is unique, and so we, it would be difficult to say that this would set precedence moving forward. Um, I will say that typically, once we draft up an approval ordinance for a variance, we attach uh, a detailed site plan, and it, it, the variance is expected to comply with that. So um, saying that uh, the 1.5-foot additional encroachment actually applies to the entirety of that corner side yard is much different than what was shown on that site plan. Um, but so I guess the, the question tonight would be, would you interpret the ordinance to allow that 1.5 foot encroachment along that entire yard? 
or would you agree that the porch can only encroach where it was shown to encroach? And in the future, um, I guess staff can just make sure that we clearly say in the ordinance that it applies to the footprint. I agree with that. That piece right there is good. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so let's just play devil's advocate here. So the house, the, the, the added part, the extra bedroom basically, you guys added on the mm -hmm. second floor, right? So let's say they can build that. There's nothing there that prevents them from doing that. So then essentially they would either have to build a, they wouldn't be able to put porch there. So aesthetically, right? Aesthetically, the porch would end. Uh, the porch would end or the depth would have to be reduced. Or the depth along would have frontage. to be reduced and it would become more narrow. Correct. Or so they'd have to seek a subsequent variance right, to okay. adjust. Okay. Or if it gets approved, then they have a true wraparound porch on the, is that the southeast corner southeast of your property? Yeah. Of the, yeah, basically. Um, just trying to make sure everybody can kind of envision like what the different. And that's really because right. our lot is narrow and long. Yeah, on the other side of that porch, our yard has like a significant slope mm -hmm. to it. So that's mm -hmm. really our, like having that porch like patio area is our only outdoor living space yeah, I'm very familiar with your lot. It's like yeah. a significant slope down. Mm -hmm. I get that. Okay, thank you. Any other, yes. Is this the, um, this is the current blueprint, right? This, you is, have final. The, this is final, this we're is not final. doing this Do you have the original? Yeah. Uh, yes, I do. I remember looking at it, but I just wanna look yeah. at it again. You'll see that the, on the original, the porch was still there. It just it's wasn't. just, because there was nothing behind it, it was able to be set back. It just didn't but wrap now around, and now it essentially wraps around with. So the porch essentially goes up to where the yard slopes down. Okay, thank you. Any additional closing comments? Um, no, we just, we, um, the reason, I, and we understood it as we could apply, like if, Worst case scenario, we'd have to apply for another variance. It's just, it's gonna be very expensive. We already held, the reason we held off the project to begin with was um, just timing and we were saving money um, to do it. And um, that was the reason kind of for the hold. And now essentially if we lose a couple months, you know, it's it's rental costs. All, every, there's price increases at the first of the year. It's just, there's a lot of implications other than just the hours of work that go in with going, you know, for what, if we went in again, like, you know, we would hope we would be approved if we followed the process. So that's the reason we're hoping to Understood. be granted. Thank you. So, thank you. Yes, uh, Commissioner Wright. Question for staff. Thank you, Chairman. Um, so obviously I understand the importance of um, making sure final plans are, are, are attached to the, to the ordinance. Um, and shouldn't really be deviated from because there's many implications that could happen from, from additional uh, space added. Um, I guess one of my questions would be, as far as the process goes, um, is there any sort of expedited process that they could take to get approval for additional variants or would they have to go through the full ordinance process? They would need to go full, through the full process. All right. Commissioner Rochelle, would you like to make a motion?
Thanks, Thanks Commissioner Van Sorry. Um, I just, I understand the situation, and I think that probably there was obviously a miscommunication of some sort. I don't think by any means that this is like you guys impressing my gut. I, you know, I don't think you're like trying to take advantage of the process. You know, we see people that come here that think it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. This is not that situation at all. Um, I am actually, I actually agree with the petitioner on this one. Um, I, the, I, I understand the importance of the ordinance, and I and I understand the process. I mean, I deal with this stuff all the time, so I can speak to it. Um, I just think when it comes down to it, it's not going to hurt the neighborhood. It's architecturally going to be better to have a functioning porch. I mean, what's the point if it doesn't function? <laughs> so um, I just wanted to let you know where I stood on that. Well said. Commissioner Richelia, would you like to read the motion? Sure. Uh, I would like to make a motion to overturn the zoning administration interpretation and allow the petitioner to modify the footprint of the proposed port so that it varies from the site plan attached to ordinance 21-111 so long as it does not exceed the 6.75 foot from encroachment into the corner side yard. Can I have a second? Second. Commissioner Van Sumeren, roll call. Okay. Castagnoli. I agree with the motion. King. I agree with the motion. McDaniel. I agree. Richelia. Agree with the motion. Robbins. I agree with the motion. Van Sumeren. I agree with the motion. And Commissioner Wright. I agree with the motion. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. All right. Next is the approval of minutes of December 7th. 2022 Planning and Zoning Commission meeting. Do we have any corrections to the minutes? Do not. I will entertain a motion to approve the minutes of the December 7th, 2022 Planning and Zoning Commissioner meeting. So moved. All in favor? Aye. 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 Motion carries. Uh, old business, nope. New business, adjournment. I would like to entertain a motion to adjourn the meeting. So moved. Second. Second. Say aye. 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 All right. Meeting adjourned. Happy holidays.